Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode number 99 of Robots on Typewriters. 99? That's really great. <laughs> We're getting up there. Yep. The big 100, the first binary compliant number since episode 11. <laughs> Wild. Man, I can't believe that we're up this we high. haven't been binary for so long i know that's true a non-binary um, podcast <laughs> what is it that we're doing here episodes episodes oh. <laughs> yes sorry to interrupt i understand what you're doing uh well i'm glad you asked um this is uh, robots on typewriters a podcast where we talk about computational creativity we talk about the fun uh creative, artistic, entertaining, funny things that people make using computers, AI, procedural generation. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. that, computers. We have two segments on this show. One of them is our zesty hat, uh, where we talk about something interesting that we found that we would like to share with you and each other. And then we have our trashy toy, which is a game that we play, utilizing some of the tools that we talk about all the time. And uh, both of those segments were named by a random word generator. Um, and it's my turn to put on the zesty hat. And um, we're very excited about this zesty hat. This is something that uh, was um, brought to our attention last week and it is um jukebox by open ai we've talked in the past about some um music generating models uh i can't remember any of their names can you <laughs> nope like a dora the explorer uh moment <laughs> sorry hope you guys <laughs> listen closer to this show than we do <laughs> um because we talked about one not too long ago i just can't fucking remember what it's called um but this is jukebox which is kind of it is the the most um advanced and uh just coolest uh music generating tool that we have seen so far um and it, it is of course by open ai um the uh, uh what how do you describe open ai yeah, they're a OpenAI is a, a tech uh, tech group. It's not necessarily a company. I don't right. know if people on it are full time employees so much as they are tech researchers that work for OpenAI and you know do their other you know university roles or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, the I would say this is maybe the second most impressive thing we've ever talked about on this only maybe behind gpt2 which yeah. we've talked about every week since it came out <laughs> yeah. basically and uh, open ai also open brought AI. us gpt2 yeah <laughs> um and so uh basically i'll just read from the site uh we're introducing jukebox a neural net that generates music including rudimentary singing as raw audio in a variety of genres and artist styles we're releasing the models we're releasing the model weights and code along with a tool to explore the generated samples so um if i'm if i'm correct it's not something that like we can yet use to play around with ourselves but, the only um, reason we can't is because of the computational power needed for it. But right. one can play with this right now. <gasps> like the code oh, is there. Oh, oh um, okay. Like if you had access to like, you'd probably need like university quality, like uh, uh, high performance computers to play around with it. But it's there. And like oh, okay. people have access, like people have that computational okay. power. 
So it's only a matter of time before we have a tool uh, like Write with Transformer that lets right. us play around with it oh, by like okay. putting the compute power. Okay, well, that's an exciting day to look forward to. But for now, what we have is um, a catalog that they've put out of about of over 7,000 uh, samples that they've created. Um, and uh, they are <laughs> so good. Um, we can't delay talking about this any longer. Um, Justin and I have been just absolutely... Um, reveling in one of the samples that they have up on their homepage under curated samples. If you go to openai.com slash blog slash jukebox, um, there's uh, six samples that they've got up of different genres in the style of different, um, I almost said officers, what? (laughs) Artists, Uh, music (laughs) Music officers. officers. (laughs) Um, The last one there, it's it's classic pop in the style of Frank Sinatra, and it is the... Now, the only Christmas song you will ever need for the rest of your life. It is called Hot Tub Christmas. <laughs> and it is brilliant. Um, it is a coherent... Uh, the, the lyrics are incredibly coherent. They they don't lose the trail at all. Um, there's... And, and they're like... They're... they're um, like, they're, they're not just... Uh, there's like no, not novel ideas, like grabbing a bathrobe, but like, um, do you know what I'm doing? There, what am I trying like to clever, say? There's like coherent yeah. references to what's going on. Right. Yeah. It's not just that the lyrics aren't just like, you know, basic and broad. Um, and I will insert some, a, a clip here, but um, the, the, the vocals also are incredibly on point to a like Frank Sinatra style crooner. Um, and uh, what's really interesting to hear in a lot of these samples and just kind of a fun quirk is that um, you can hear the way the the vocals kind of um, shift from say like you know pulling from different people's voices it it sounds as if like a, a bunch of different people are like seamlessly going from word to word some people like to go still in the snow but this, this is much better than that. So grab your bathrobe and meet me by the door. Oh, it's hot tub time. It's Christmas time, and you know what that means. It's time. Yeah, it sounds almost like auto tune the news, yeah, but for like yeah. you know, a new song about hot tub time at Christmas. Hot tub time at Christmas. We've got to read our favorite lyrics. Um, you'll hear them too. But we just we have been just absolutely uh thrilled about. Some people like to go skiing in the snow, but this is much better than that. So grab your bathrobe and meet me by the door. Oh, it's hot tub time. It's Christmas time, and you know what that means. It's hot tub time. Yeah, uh, <sighs> truly amazing lyrics. I will note that the this particular set of samples right on their front page is uh, the lyrics were co-written between a human and the AI. Oh, okay. Uh, but among their thousands of samples, that's not always true. Right. Um, and the lyrics aren't always as like drop dead funny. Is that a phrase? Right. <laughs> not always as now. like out and out funny, but 
Yeah. Uh, in all the samples I listened to, and I was clicking through a bunch of them, uh, they are almost always as amazing as that. Like, yeah. Lyrics that fit a style, that time with the music, that mm-hmm. are more or less intelligibly voiced by um, what sounds like a singer of that style's voice. Right. Yeah, it's it, it's just a really jaw-dropping piece of software. Um, and a couple things I wanted to note about this in the, the technical side. Um, when we've talked about music generation before, there are kind of two schools of thought. Um, one... I think the Google approach was, I remember they used to let you do like this music in the style of this artist. So you could do like mm. music in the style of Beethoven or whatever with their like uh, instrumental music composition generations. I believe they used symbolic music. That is to say they used um, like sheet music with some kind of data provided along with it to indicate the style it should be played in or certain things about the audio. Um, Jukebox took the other approach, which was used, I think, by that like procedurally generated heavy metal um, that we Mm. featured on this show before, which was audio in, audio out. So they fed the program, they fed Transformers, the same uh, special neural networks that underlie GPT-2, thousands and thousands of songs of like high quality audio with associated lyrics and then that's what they got back out they got audio with associated lyrics right well okay so so i i was kind of having uh not uh read too much into it at all i was assuming that it was like music like the i i was assuming that the music and the the vocals were being kind of uh generated separately and then put together but is that not true i thought so too and it's not true okay no uh a big part of how they got lyrics to fit music so perfectly in terms of timing was by creating them together um by making sure that windows of music uh that lyrics would be generated as music was generated but Uh, the timing of like how many lyrics or how long of a lyric could fit within how long of a section of music um, Mm -hmm. was learned from the data. So you might fit more words in 10 seconds of hip hop than in 10 seconds of uh, jazz or something. Okay. Um, And then that those sorts of timings were, you know, important as both the music and lyrics were generated together. MuseNet was something that we talked about previously too. That was another OpenAI project. I'm just seeing that on their on this uh, jukebox page here. That was that was for synthesizing MIDI d- uh, data. So it's like the the kind of it's uh like it's it's Lo-fi. that kind of yeah well yeah but like um I don't have the brain vocabulary to say what i'm seeing in my brain like it's it's kind of it's more on the side of like symbolic uh data because it's like yeah a midi file and like garage band is the only way i can think of it like little notes on a like a like little like i'm i'm quitting i don't know what the fuck yeah i mean it's <laughs> so midi music is like what ringtones used to be yeah. like where it's like chip tuney like yeah. it's it's 
yeah, it, it doesn't have the musical richness of like a full like you know right. a, a Frank Sinatra album or something. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So this a big part of the problem here, a big part of the process of uh, making this music was you. I mean, the computer does still run, even a really fancy computer like a transformer um, does still run, or a fancy piece of software, I guess, does still use symbols, right? It does still use math, um, not audio. Like, there's not, like, you know, you don't put a record in it and it punches different holes in the record or something, or, like, it vibrates the air differently. It still has to manipulate math. So you have to start with this big, rich music file, and then downsample that, compress it um, to a smaller music file, smaller, 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 all the way down so it can be manipulated uh, mathematically, and then upsampled, back up, back up, back up, and still then sound like real music with like rich audio to it. Right. So yeah. I think they're, I mean, I'm pr- I'm starting to sound like an idiot about this stuff too because it goes beyond my understanding <laughs> of uh any of like technology and of like audio structures. Right. <laughs> but the I think the levels on which this is an impressive project are many. Um, yeah. There a lot of different challenges were all kind of solved together at once in this project. Um, they have. Um, a blog post about it that Allison mentioned. They have a white paper about it that mm-hmm. I assume, um, based on how it's written, looks like it's going to be submitted to like actual uh, conferences or journals for peer review, which is something I always harp on. But this looks like they are going that way. Nice. Um, they did for the Transformer paper too, so I have every reason to believe they will here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, OpenAI, really uh, professional, amazing lab, and yep. they made a really amazing tool. Yep, just good shit. Go listen to yeah. Hot Tub Christmas Time. But also, there, just go explore the catalog um, of thousands and thousands of samples that they've created because it's just there. There's yep. so many to to you know hop around and explore. They're they're so good. Yeah, so many different genres and artists and styles. Mm-hmm. Um, worth checking out. It's For amazing, sure. and I can't wait until we can play around and generate things. I can't wait until Christmas, and this is uh, my favorite Christmas song of Christmas 2020. Yeah, it's almost hot tub time. <laughs> it's almost hot tub time. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's that. Oh, yeah. The one other thing I wanted to note about it is it is, like, really enormous, like, on a really, really powerful uh, tensor processing unit, so, like, way, like nicer than what's in your computer a graphics processing unit this is a Mm -hmm. tensor processing unit on a really nice one of those it takes about three hours to fully sample 20 seconds of music oh um so it's it's working on a big scale here yeah but i don't know people always figure out ways to uh make these more efficient (laughs) and i mean that is only i mean it's a, a v100 TPU is an expensive and resource-intensive piece of technology, but that's using just one of those for just a couple of hours to make, like, output. Yeah. Like, they... I don't know. It's it's not as bad as it seems, though I hope it gets better. As, right. you know, we do have that thing we keep going back to of, man, sometimes making these giant models and training them up is really environmentally costly right right yeah but i don't know it's it'll be it'll get better yeah all right 
Uh, that brings us to the trashy toy. And we're returning to an old favorite. Uh, this was we a, played a it a couple of times. Listener submitted favorite. Yeah. Idea. Yeah, over a year I ago, a listener. Was. Wow. Yeah, over a year ago, a listener told us we should play Balderdash. And uh, neither of us had played the real version of Balderdash. So we had to refresh ourselves on what <laughs> is included in Balderdash. But we made a Robots on Typewriter specific version of the game that we will be playing today. Uh, normally, Balderdash, you roll a die and you get one of uh, five or six categories of like mini games to play. The first one is words, defining an obscure word. We had a way to do that. Eh, it was kind of boring. We're just going to skip <laughs> that. The next is people. You have to guess what a an obscure person was famous for. This we play by hitting the random button on Wikipedia. I don't think we have to limit ourselves to people. We can just say, what is this thing or person famous for? Okay. The next is initials. Explain the acronym. So you get four random letters and you have to explain what they mean. Um, we cool. often call that GORP, especially when it's about food. <laughs> Movies, given the title of an obscure movie, name its plot or describe its plot. We have a botnik keyboard. So, you know, like your phone's autocomplete feature where you can pick a word and then predict the next word. Botnik keyboard trained on uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 B movies. So we will come up with, we'll take turns writing B movies for each other. And then the other person will have to describe the plot. And then finally, laws. Um, <laughs> I forget how the law thing works in the real Balderdash. I think it's just like, <laughs> is too. this a real law yeah. or not? Uh, but our version is we have a botanic keyboard trained on our hometown's like city ordinances. And we uh, we write, one person writes the first half of a law and the other person writes the second half. We have our mystery dice to decide which category we'll be playing to. Uh, did you know that if you uh, let endless robots type on endless keyboards, that they'll eventually write the entire script of B-Movie? Did you know if you let endless robots write on endless typewriters, they will eventually write all of the town ordinances of Linwood, New Jersey? <laughs> Linwood, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did know that. All right, I'm going to roll the dice. Roll and the I dice. Got, Oops. I got a movie, so please Ooh. botnik me up a movie title. Okay. Hey, this week's Balderdash uh, is actually also going to be themed around the quarantine, the lockdown, the virus, uh, you know, a current eventsy kind of thing. We hope you're all safe. How about Mutiny of the Teen? Ooh, Mutiny of the Teen. So uh, let's just say for the movies, the way they relate to the quarantine is like, these are just some some new releases on Netflix to pass the time. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mutiny of the Teen is um, the, so you know the book The Giver? Uh-huh. Um, it's about like a repressive, strict society, and then Jonas, the is, yeah, Jonas is like a teenager, and then he like sees the truth or something and decides yeah, to like leave like the town. Colors? Yeah. Yeah, he can smell colors or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he has a crush on a girl, and like 
thus he must be executed. I think that's the story of it. Is it? Uh, wow. Mutiny of the Teen was the uh, Japanese uh, film version of The Giver. Um, the They couldn't call it The Giver, and they tried to call it, you know, um, like, you know, teen re- Teenage Rebellion or something like that, but mm-hmm. they, they kind of got lost in translation, so it was an anime uh movie version of the giver mutiny of the okay teen. okay i'd um, watch it yeah the giver would i i like i think in my brain when i think of the giver it doesn't exist but the giving tree does and so i just mm, always think tree. those things are the same thing is that all we do do i is that yeah what? and then okay. you roll the dice we okay. just go back and forth I think this, unlike most of our games, this one's a little more rapid fire since there's a lot of categories. You want to be able to play a bunch of them. Person, aka Wikipedia. Person. All right, I will hit the Wikipedia random button a few times and you can tell me about whatever I get. Oh, you know what? My first roll is a good one. This is the Nanyo Kohatsu Kabushiki Kaisha Complex. (laughs) Boy, okay, um... You can call it the NKKK for short. Mm. Okay. <laughs> the N Triple K, how about? <laughs> okay. The, the N Triple K complex. The N Triple K complex. Remember, mm. it might relate to coronavirus lockdown. All right. That stuff. Okay. I think this is a complex that, uh, um, that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a complex that I feel that I've developed in the quarantine times. Um, hmm, there's so many. Uh, how could I choose? Um, I, I think this is this is the complex that um, that happens when you uh, when you're the only person that you've seen for three weeks and you um begin to feel like you are you are your own best friend <laughs> is that uh, complex okay. what did you think i was gonna say the yeah i got you you uh i think a lot of us are developing n triple k complex yeah, stuck at home yeah. right now yeah um you want to know what it really is or not nah? yeah tell me um it's actually a so it's like a complex like a, a base like a building for like <laughs> economic you development know, on mariana islands <laughs> that's funny <laughs> you now should give me a person or okay a wikipedia give me a person okay you should give my sexuality <laughs> how about franz von bocholt bocholt franz von bocholt so did you see uh that video of the guy on zoom who thinks that the call is off and then like goes and works out in his underwear i did not but Uh, i did it it, it was going around twitter where there was like a company like you know a work zoom meeting and then one guy who is in like ostensibly like you know fine for a work meeting clothing then stands up, he thinks the call's over, hit, thinks he hits a button, he stands up, walks to the back of his living room, um, and he was not Just wearing pants. immediately starts and then he working starts out? Doing, he starts, I think so, uh, maybe I'm getting two videos confused, um, 
Anyway, that's Franz von Boldholt, <laughs> okay. the, uh, the man in that video. Okay. Um, it might have been. He has since been, been fired. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe maybe this is what he's doing now, because he was a German engraver working between 15, I'm sorry, 1458 and 1480. It's a short-lived career. And how do we even know that that person existed? You know, uh, according to the 16th century writer Matthias Quad, uh, he invented the process on engra- engraving copper. Wow. So Matha- did how. Matthias Quad invent quads? Uh, he was another engraver. <laughs> I think this is a wow. engraving uh, cabal. I, I think that, I don't know if engravers existed. I think they all just purported that they did. Yeah, there's just a bunch of like, you know, rings and plates and shit with yeah. like stories of engravers past. Yeah. Initials, gorp. All right. Uh, I think our initials should be tips for working from home. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. All right, your initials are F T U U. Okay. F T U U. Okay, I think this is pretty easy. Well, at least the first half, very easy. Um, hmm. F T U U. So it's de- it's fuck the something. But yeah. fuck the U U. Fuck the U U. The U. Fuck the Unitarian Universalist. <laughs> Tips for working at home <laughs> if you work for the Unitarian Universalists. Um, fuck the un... Yeah. Uh, hmm. Fuck the United Undertakers. <laughs> that's that's just... exact. Well, I was going to say the Undertakers Union. Okay, yeah, way. same thing. Yeah, that's that's uh, mainly for my job of... Well, actually, we don't... <laughs> We don't deal with undertakers, I would say. I don't know what I deal with I in obituary <laughs> world, but... I'm sure occasionally you deal with an undertaker without even knowing it. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't know. I don't know what the difference is between an undertaker and a funeral director, quite honestly. I think they're the same person. Okay, then I deal with undertakers all the time. Fuck them. Some of them are nice. Yeah. Some of them are not. <laughs> yeah, your advice, fuck them. Don't even... If, you're, if you work with them... Don't even give them the time of day. If do you not. don't, if your job has nothing to do with them, just don't extra. even, don't, don't start now. Don't even try. Don't start now. Now yeah. is no time to start fucking with undertakers. <laughs> I didn't come here to fuck with undertakers. I came here to take from underfuckers. <laughs> underfuckers. Those people who are really into undertakers. <laughs> really into Undertale, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> that too. That's like the Wikipedia disambiguation. <laughs> this is the page for underfuckers. Did you mean people who are really into Undertale or people who are really into Undertakers? <laughs> All right, let me roll the dice. I got initials. Wow, I'm just following you. All right, uh, you have got to tell me. U N Z P. Oh, sorry. I nope. U Z N P. Uh. It's like UNZP, that's just short for unzip. That's my <laughs> advice if you're working from no, home. No, it's uznip. Uznip, U-Z-N-P. Okay, U-Z-N-P. This is for when you're uh, in a work call with like your your whole team. Mm-hmm. Uh, unmute Zach, not Peter. <laughs> I like that. Okay. 
uh, that <laughs> Zach normally brings some really good ideas to the table. He's Peter, on the other a hand, bit of encouragement to speak up. <laughs> yeah, Peter, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, he needs no encouragement to speak up, and he has not had a good idea in six months. And he would literally never know if no one's listening. Yeah, he is speaking to an audience of one, and it's himself anyway, yeah. so. And it's Zach. Peter has a crush on Zach. It's true. Don't tell him that we know. But it's so obvious, right. like, come on. Please, give me a roll. Give me a roll. Come on, director. Give me a roll. <laughs> give me a roll. Hello! Come on, casting director. <laughs> Do I you write the low? Yeah, I'm writing you write the first, the first half. part of the low. Yes, I'm yeah. glad the Botnik keyboard still just works from that link. Right. Uh, here's the first half of the law for you. Officer May shall not. <laughs> oh, Officer May. I know. She's always Officer doing May. things that she shall not. She shall not. Uh, yeah, Officer. <laughs> Officer May shall not expose the purpose of the horns. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you know the purpose of the horns? I, you know, I'm not really supposed to say. Uh, I, I've Did heard Officer some May things. tell you? Officer, I, I heard from somebody whose dad is friends with Officer May. So, you know, it's a little mm. bit of a round, roundabout thing. Um, do you know? I've been wondering what those horns are here for. (laughs) Yeah, you know which horns I'm talking about. The ones, uh, the, um... Yeah, the the giant horns they've installed in every city. In in every city? Oh, I thought it was just Linwood. No, 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 that's why they have the lockdowns everywhere right now. They wanted us inside while they're installing the horns. Oh my god. (laughs) Why does Officer May know? (laughs) She... Is she, I guess one one officer in every city like knows the truth. <laughs> Why yeah, is this there has to be a secret her? keeper in every city. Right. But what happens if Officer May gets like struck down in the line of duty? There must be like a, a lone survivor kind of thing. That's not what I was trying to say. She can just not go to the next survivor. town over and uh <laughs> and ask the officer over there. Like someone <laughs> in Linwood can just go and be like, "Hey, so what's the whole horn thing?" Right. Okay. Yeah. What if office lone survivor is not the phrase I'm looking for? Designated. Designated survivor. <laughs> if, that would be a different situation if Officer May was the only person left alive in Linwood and had no one to hide the information. The from. only person left in the world that knew what the horns were for. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't. All right. I also yeah. rolled a law. Oh, I know this is yeah. becoming unlikely, but <laughs> we just like the law. We are lawful good because <laughs> laws are full good. Okay. Occupants of the public libraries may, <laughs> comma, may. It's addressed to officers. <laughs> yeah, including may. <laughs> she does live in the public library. I like the idea that this is um, plural libraries because there is literally one library in Linwood. Uh, officers... Nope, not officers. <laughs> Occupants of the public libraries may film the flowers for any reason and at all times. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. For any reason yeah. and at all times. They may. Yeah, it's like you need to keep yourself entertained. The library yeah. only has so many books. Uh, you finally have time. Yeah, there are so. some nice flowers outside, I think. Yeah, uh, don't sniff them or pick them. It's not safe to go outside, but you may film them. Right, from inside the library. Yeah, 
I wonder how many people yeah. are trapped inside the library quarantining at the moment. Mm, yeah, you. if you were in the library when the lockdown orders went out, you must remain in the library. Right. That's not the, it's not the case for most other buildings, but the library, definitely. I wonder what that's all about, actually. That's kind of weird. Might have something to do with the horns. Might have something to do with the horns. Okay. All right. Uh, roll, please. A movie. All right. Your movie is Backblade Bees. Ooh, Backblade Bees. Um, so I my I I had two thoughts pop into my head at the very same moment, and the first one was a little bit less exciting. Um, it was you know just like a thriller about mutant bees with little razor blades on their backs and you know it's it's yeah that's what i thought this was no 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 it's a hockey movie um oh (laughs) yeah this is um the backblade bees are just they're just a underdog hockey team um and oh you know what it is okay it's it's that but it's also an airbud kind of situation where it's like a down on their luck hockey team gets a new player and it's a b and he is fucking stellar and he wins just he just absolutely slaps those pucks in there and uh yeah uh, ain't no i can already hear the says. trailer like for a team that needs a w maybe it's time <laughs> to turn to a b very good. Yeah. Ain't no rule says bees can't play hockey. Made by the WB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, wow, yeah. I love the bees. backblade bees. I really want to see a bee with very, very tiny ice skates on. Yeah. God, I love bees. I don't like most bees, but I do love a backblade bee. I, yeah, I've really, I've come around on bees. I, I'm... I can easily coexist with a big old bumblebee if I'm just sitting outside and it's flying around. A B-O-B-B. A B-O-B-B. A Bob. Oh, a Bob. A Bobby. Oh, I love that. Yep. Uh, I got a Wikipedia person, a Wikipedia page. God, I really like the backblade bees. <laughs> backblade bees. Okay, Um, I've, I've got a, a person. I've got <laughs> Bill Hill. Bill Hill. <laughs> um... So this one is, so if you're in Europe, especially if you're in the UK, you might be familiar with William Hill. That's a big uh, gambling shop, uh, mostly for sports betting and horse betting. But of course, with most sports leagues and horse races canceled right now, there's nothing to bet on uh, from the traditional shops like William Hill. Instead, there's a new uh, down-home kind of betting shop opening up <laughs> called Bill Hill, Bill Hill, where you can bet on random things in your town, like uh, <laughs> how many rolls of toilet paper will Martha Jenkins buy this week? Um, <laughs> I actually really like that. How often will a group of teenagers be yelled at by the police for meeting, even though groups of more than three are not allowed to meet in public places? I'm, I like this uh, a lot. Yeah, Bill other such Hill. kind of local gossip betting. Bill okay, Hill. that's a, that's a very good idea. Uh, I he um actually he has a um like a subtitle right in the the title of his Wikipedia article that I did not read because it would have told you that he is a geneticist. He's still alive. He's a uh, uh, from the University of Edinburgh. Retired in two thousand two. Oh man, that must have been awful working in the UK. Yeah, being his name named is William, William Hill. I would guess that's why. He, yeah, his name is William George Q- 
quote Bill Hill. So I would assume that's why. I got a person too. A wiki. A person anyway, too. Person too. The sequel to person. <laughs> that's what we all feel like right now. Wow. I got an actually, I got a person that I could have guessed who it is. Oh. Um, John Spencer Churchill, 7th Duke of Marlborough. <laughs> Huh, okay, John Spencer Churchill is, I, um, hmm, I mean, I feel like there's an obvious answer, but I think I want to be a little bit more creative than that, though I don't feel I can. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I think that's all. I think this man was born John Spencer and everything that comes after his name is just a put on. That's like his mm. like character um, kind of. Maybe he's like a um, I don't I, I keep wanting to say comedian, but I don't think that's it. He's a, he's a con man. That's what I'm looking for. He's like he's con like a comedian. A comedian. Yeah, that's my career goals. Quite honestly, that's my sexuality. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think he, yeah, he's like a famous con man who, uh, you know, would come in and be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the Duke of Edinburgh. What did it, what is his title? The seventh Duke of Marlborough. Ah, yeah, he, that's, that's his kind of like made up title. There's not even such a thing as the seventh Duke of Marlborough, but that's what he would tell people and they would just believe him and, and he would con them, you know, for their money and different different kinds of things and uh you know it would be a kind of uh yeah he you know he'd be like oh just i'm 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 uh you know you can trust me i'm a duke i just left my wallet in the car but i'll Uh, be back isn't that basically the plot of huck finn um you can trust me i'm the duke (laughs) um yes I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I would say maybe this guy's name, John Spencer, now yeah. is just like synonymous with being a con man. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, while you're on lockdown, be on the lookout for emails from John Spencer. <laughs> yeah, I got an email from the seventh Duke of Marlborough saying that he, I, he has a big family and inheritance for, for me uh, and that he needs my banking information to send it to me. Yeah, those have been well. Popular yeah, you should send it immediately. Yeah, the real John Spencer Churchill is Winston Churchill's grandfather. Grandfather? I don't know why I was thinking yeah. grandson. I like I would have said grandson. No, for no reason. No, his grandson is. No, his grandson does currently serve in the in the uh, parliament, oh. or he might have just lost his seat in the last like the last big shakeup thing. Ah. But I don't think he has the Churchill name anymore. Ah. Let me give a give me a roll. Give a little roll to the dice. Give, a roll. give me a law. A law. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't wait to hear what uh, you come up with for this. Um, Bathtub November is hereby prohibited due to. Uh, how can I get hot tub Christmas in here? <laughs> bathtub November, hot tub Christmas. Oh, I love it. I, I, what, like, I just don't understand, like, laws and, like, what, like, how a tiny town can have so many rules. Like, what could they possibly have to say about a bathtub? Like, why does the word bathtub appear here? (laughs) 
bathtub November is hereby prohibited due to limiting the public supply of sewer services and or debris collection. <laughs> okay. So it's not that you can't use the water or your soap or whatever, mm-hmm. but they don't want your wastewater. They don't want you, you know, putting all of your bath water in a trash bag and trying to throw it away that way. All right. Because that's, yeah, that's the thing about bathtub November. It's it's like you, you a lot of people try to save that bath water because, you know, it's special and the memories, but... Can't be doing that this right now. This is heirloom bathwater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some, you know, some of the really, the old families from, from Linwood who have been there for hundreds of years, they, they have bathwater that they keep in their garages that they claim is from, you know, their, you know. <laughs> who are some of these old families? You like, know. Your leads. I was going to say Summers-es. the leads. That's it. Yeah. The, <laughs> you know, the old, uh, yeah, this is old grandpappy Leeds's, uh bathwater from, from back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> the the Jersey Devil himself <laughs> was bathed in this bathwater. Was bath born water. in this bathwater. Was born in this bathwater is also what I was gonna say. You, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Very, very please, bad. please take a roll before people get too confused about our local references. Initials. Initials. Give me a work from home tip with the initials. A P P J. <laughs> okay yeah this is easy this is only for me um allison perone podcast justin <laughs> that's your to-do list yeah. <laughs> most yeah. of the characters are just your full name yeah 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 my full name allison perone podcast yeah that's <laughs> epp yeah you know me yeah that's very easy. Um, Al- actually, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is. It was actually Allison Podcast Perone, Justin. It's the it's the credits on our on our uh, everything we do yeah. together because that is my middle name. And I famously go by just the single Justin. Yeah. No last name. Nothing yeah. else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. That's really just my schedule for for um, working at home. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll again. Okay. Uh, give me a Wikipedia page, please. A Wikipedia page. That is. How about Sons of Anarchy season four? What do you think that is? I'll just give a plot synopsis. (laughs) Wait, I've got Um, no. I've got. Oh, I have an. Oh, I have another person that I uh, want you to tell me. Um, Simon F. Poxtis. 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 P a u x t i s. Uh, Simon S. Poxtis is the inventor of chicken poxtis. Oh no! Um, That was. No, not not chicken pox. Oh. Chicken poxtis. Okay. That was a uh it was like an old like remedy for chicken pox, one of these mm. kinda, you know, old wives tales kinda snake oily recipes where mm. it was just chicken soup with like uh a bunch of like random drugs of the time dumped in. So if you had cocaine lying around <laughs> right. like, uh high proof alcohol. Uh, any anything that would really knock you out that you could mix into a chicken soup. So okay. chicken poxtis has been actually making a comeback with Corona mm. um, that people are thinking, you know, you don't really need to avoid the disease. You just need to have boozy chicken soup. Right. I'm surprised this didn't make it into our bracket of, of remedies a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I can't uh, oversight on come my up. Part. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. And it probably will help 
if you know if you try it like i mean that's yeah. the thing that everybody's doing wrong right now alcoholic soul. yeah everybody is eating their chicken soup and drinking their alcohol separately but it really helps if you put them together mm-hmm. um simon f poxtis is actually a professor a professional baseball player and college football coach um he served in the electoral college for the 1916 presidential election for the state of pennsylvania that's his whole bio um huh yeah <laughs> thank you for your service <laughs> on the baseball diamond thank you for your poxtis give me a roll give me a roll i say thank you for the poxtis hello you don't know the song thank you for the music by abba oh because you're an abba hater i'm an abba i think they're fine i just haven't seen mamma mia that's not even in mamma mia it's just on their greatest hits album that we were listening to in the yard yesterday all right. The first half of the law is recording the owner of a dog. <laughs> Why does the word f- phonograph <laughs> appear in this data set? Man, what the are laws the fucking are all about laws? Phonographs and bathtubs. <laughs> I actually have that file. I can check what the laws are that involve phonographs Please tell and me bathtubs. what a bathtub has anything to do with. Please tell me what a bathtub is. Please tell me. I've been trying to figure out for seconds. Seconds? I think I tried to say decades. <laughs> oh, there's a list of prices on plumbing inspection fees. Uh. So the inspection fee for a newly installed bathtub is always $20. I would have thought way more. <laughs> uh, this is for garage sales, yard sales, uh. and private sales. <laughs> Okay. Loudspeakers, amplifiers for advertising, the use of radio receiving sets, musical instruments, phonographs, loudspeakers, sound amplifiers, and other machine or devices for the producing or reproducing of sounds, which is cast upon the public streets for public for the purposes of commercial advertising. You know, uh, they have strict times and distances at which you can publicly use those devices to broadcast about yard sales. Oh, that's <laughs> that's wild. You know, I I was like I'm sure that a lot of towns have rules about yard sales, but it's so very Linwood to have like very complex rules about yard sales. Yard sards. Why are there so many laws about yard sales? <laughs> uh so what uh, can you lead me in with your thing again? Yes, let me find the tab. Recording the owner of a dog. (laughs) Recording the owner of a dog shall be considered pet disturbance and can be punished by mixed beverages. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that took an excellent turn. (laughs) That's, you have like a dog owner over for a podcast and then you start reading that to them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is it's considered pet disturbance but so i don't i don't really know what <laughs> that like i i don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> bad thing it sounds bad but uh, the delivery was so good <laughs> punishable by mixed beverages <laughs> as you whip out like a pitcher of margaritas yeah. from behind your back <laughs> yeah yeah i got a law oh hell yeah Linwood Law, make me slow <laughs> in the place I belong, Atlanta County, <laughs> South New Jersey, <laughs> Aww. 
give me your bath or meet me by the door. I want to make Christmas time soup du jour. Oh, I'm very weird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Christmas time soup du jour is just, it's just you and a loved one in the hot tub. <laughs> Dumb waiters shall have no more than hot tub in, check it and see. I'm in a hot tub by a Christmas tree. <laughs> Dumb waiters shall have no more than 145 clear glass walls or 18 inches of roof. <laughs> wow, those are some big swanky dumb waiters. That's like, is. Th- <laughs> At a certain point, it's just an elevator. At a right? certain por- point, it's just like the glass elevator from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. An 18 inch roof, 145 panes of glass. <laughs> so many a wall. panes of glass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so much pain. Yeah, I mean, I get, yeah. Why, um, wh- why don't we call elevators people dumb waiters? People dumb. <laughs> waiters. <laughs> waiters. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's do one more round each. Okay. Dealer's choice. Love so it. which topic do you want? Do you want another law? Um, yeah, I want to get pitched a law. Again, that dumbwaiter thing is only during uh, quarantine, right. by the way. Yeah. After that, make the dumbwaiter as big as you want. Yes, yeah. Likewise for po- uh, doing podcasts <laughs> with dog owners. Yeah, yeah the, the, the mixed beverages thing is really, that, that's just a, a fun way to, to um, you know, spread joy at the moment. Yelling the same name three times, shall. Okay. Simply having a hot tub Christmas time. Uh, the tub is right. The tub is right. My robe is white. <laughs> oh, really, really good. Uh, this one isn't so much a law as it is a, a warning. Um, yelling the same name three times shall grant the person responsible three days of unforeseen hazard. Ooh, that's, <laughs> yes, that's just a superstition. Yeah, but I mean, it's in the code, so it has, there has to be a reason. Like, clearly, it's, it, there's enough precedent <laughs> to have this in the, the code of Linwood. Um, yeah. yeah. If you do yell the same name three times, Officer May comes to your window <laughs> at night and starts, like, harassing you. Yeah, so you yell the, the same name three times. Um, the person responsible, so is that the person yell? That's to me, sounds like the person yelling gets the three days of unforeseen Yeah, it's hazard. not the name that you yell. Yeah. You can't inflict this on someone no, else. No, no. So, yeah, so you really gotta be careful. It's, it's like reverse Beetlejuice, almost. It's like if you, if you even, you need to be careful if you get to that third one. You're just gonna wreak havoc on yourself. Unforeseen hazard is yeah, like it's, absolutely terrifying. It's like a not reverse Bloody Mary. Right, yeah. Not to be confused with the mixed drink if you're a dog owner. <laughs> right, if you're a dog owner. Um wait, what if you're calling your dog back in and you accidentally you don't even realize? Yeah, I mean, why do you think so many bad things happen to dog owners? Uh it might be the dog, but Well, that's what they want you to think. I can imagine if you had, you know, a dog just having to try to, you know. Yeah. Lucky, lucky. Hey, dog. Hey, you. <laughs> hey, hey, guy. <laughs> so, the, and okay, so I wonder if it, does it break it up if you like, if it's not like three times 
spoken unbroken. Like if it, it, it if you. Oh yeah, no, it's exactly like that. Say my name, Beetlejuice song okay. that you can keep like teasing it yeah. and like yeah doing puns around Lucky. It and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Lucky, yes. Look, uh, 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 the refrigerator. Lunch time. <laughs> Lunch time. <laughs> Lunch time. I know what I'm having for lunch. <laughs> All right, dealer's choice, my last one. Yeah. I do love these laws, and I am tempted to go back, but I do want to give one more work-from-home tip. Okay, how about GKHH? GKHH. Okay, this one is, um, I know a lot of people have been struggling to both uh, take care of their children, um, like do, provide the whole homeschool thing, but then also work from home mm-hmm. and like, separate family time from work time when you're stuck at home so if you're uh this is for if you're in an important meeting and you don't want to be interrupted got kids hold hands that's so nice just hold your child's hand through the duration of a business meeting but do not address them do not make eye contact yeah tell them uh to do the same yeah yeah that's so nice because it is you know it's it's maintaining physical closeness it's not like you go in the other room don't bother me you're like while also maintaining emotional distance right yeah which is yeah that's 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 what you need for a proper work-life balance right uh yeah well yeah dublin's doing emotional distancing right now oh okay good yeah how is that going yeah it's it's to make sure no one gets sick. Uh, it's great. I haven't spoken to a loved one in months. Great. Yeah. I'm glad that I don't count on that list. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, uh, that's a that's the perfect way to to uh, create that that distance, which is what we're all trying to do right now. GKHH. GKHH. Uh, great toy. That's a very fun one that we only remember like once every six months for some reason. Yeah. G-B-H-H. Got Balderdash. Hold hands. Hold hands. Um, that, yeah, that's, that's that. Um, uh. Thanks again to the listener who suggested Balderdash. Yeah. A long time ago. How is, let me, I'm gonna. How are you? How, how, how's it going? Send us an email. You know where to send that email? Uh, that would be robots at backcamp.org. And uh, you could also tweet at us at robot typewriter. Um, we, uh, as we've been doing for the last couple of weeks, we have a, a YouTube series that we're doing right now where we play The Sims 4, and it's a lot of fun. This week we created um, the the um, famous robots on typewriters uh, supergroup, Single God Ladies. Uh, that would be the 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 gay band headed by Marcy Salad. So we really had a great time putting those those guys together. Um, oh man, I think we did them justice. There's I a think lot of members so. of that band, and we gave them a lot of attention. Yes, 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 yes. It's a long one. It's a longie, but a goodie. Um, but yeah, so you can look us up at robots at batcamp.org. No, you can't. That's not where the YouTube video is. We'll send you the link if you email us, though. Um, uh, it's it's uh, just look up robots on typewriters on. Um, on YouTube, why don't why don't we do uh, let's let's tag team one last um uh did I say everything? You read my mind and because our I theme song the is video challenge by Anna Monaguchi. Yep. Wait, tag team a an initials yes. or a law? I was gonna say initials. Oh, uh, I have half of a law oh, for you. Let's do a law then. Give me another law. Sport heads shall be. This one affects me right now. I know as <laughs> yeah. a sport head. 
there's been a lot of change in my life since uh, everything's been canceled. Sport heads shall be served mixed drinks. (laughs) Sport heads shall be adults or penalties will continue. Oh, man, this lockdown is punishment for children enjoying sports. Yeah, I was thinking of it more like sport heads will will maintain decorum or you will be. (laughs) You will be punished. Be an adult about this. I see. I thought it was referring to the whole lockdown that like the sports heads shall only be adults or we will just keep these lockdowns in place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like that. Yeah. Fathers, don't let your children grow up to be sport heads. Yeah. I really want to tag team in initials with you since you said it. Well, let's do it. There's no rules just right to the end of the podcast. Damn right. Just rules. Okay. Do you want to just, do you want to like, I'll like give a four Yeah, one. give me, do some letters. You can tell me what the word is or... However you want All right, to do it. PLBK, plant lettuce. Burry kale. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a gardening tip. Yeah, we're getting rid of, we're, we're done with kale in these times. We've exceeded the societal need for kale. Yeah, there's, no one likes it. We've been faking ourselves out about kale being good yeah. for years now in these desperate times. Plant lettuce. Plant lettuce. Burry kale. Plant letty. Plant letty. Burry kale. Kel- Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> That's a different... That's what I call kale. Yeah, okay. I actually thought APPJ was uh, what you should be making if you're stuck at home and want a new oh, recipe, a new treat that? for around the house. <clears throat> Apples, peaches, pumpkin juice. <laughs> it's... I was like, that, that's a riff on our riff. I, I, like, that to me sounds like the right word. Oh, wait, wait no, it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Apples, peaches, pumpkin pie? Yeah. That's Isn't real? That right? Wait, what's the fake one? I, apples, peaches, pumpkin pie, I do love to sit inside because the weather is so chilly. No, that's fall. Wait. I'm losing my mind. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we're now we're both googling home lyrics. Yup. <laughs> uh, apples, peaches, pumpkin pie. I think is right. Right. Hot and heavy pumpkin. Hot and pie. heavy pumpkin pie. <laughs> I knew that oh, was man. false. <laughs> the fake one has fully replaced the real one. Uh, we're yeah, we're real fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>